Handel had a very successful and prosperous career writing opera for the theatre. The type of opera that Handel wrote was developed in Italy. It had a noble and serious style and was called Opera Seria. In London, Handel developed Opera Seria in a very individual way, creating some of the best operas of the Baroque period. In order to carry the story and the drama and the interaction between the characters, the musical forms of the opera were basically of two types. You had recitative, which was quite fast-moving, which was for conversations between different characters, one after another. And then, from time to time, the action would stop for a song, or an aria, as it was called, in which the singer or the character in the opera would tell about their feelings or the situation they were in. Handel's arias, with their ornate flourishes, are the hardest works to sing. When people went to the opera, I think they wanted to hear these very special singers, some of the best in Europe, doing really remarkably virtuosic things, which might be sometimes very fast and, and quick-moving passages, sometimes very lyrical, rather slow tunes that everyone would remember afterwards. Handel's characters and music enact intense human dramas, often involving a conflict between love and duty, building to rivalry and even to war. Great music and performance was what drew people in, but part of a good night out at the theatre was the stage production itself. When people went to the theatre in Handel's London, particularly if they were going to the opera, they wanted to see something very special in the way of stage spectacle. The appearance of the stage had to be very rich and lavish, depending on the type of scene. It might be a palace, it might be a ruin, it might be the site for a battle, an outside scene. But it always had to look rather rich and special. So scenery was a fundamental part of the experience of opera for the audience. One of the most remarkable surviving theatres is in Chesky Krumlov, now in the Czech Republic. This was built in the Summer Palace of one of the families from Vienna, and it was actually built just after Handel's lifetime, but it's got the type of technology that you would have found in Handel's theatre. For a typical complex scene change in one of Handel's operas, you would have needed quite a lot of people. And what happened was actually to give the signal, they blew a whistle so that all these people would all move at the same time. And then magically for the audience, this might happen in a course of about eight or nine seconds. But this would have been worked by perhaps 30 people doing different things to achieve this visual effect. 
And it's very interesting that Handel actually was thinking about this as he was writing the music in his house in Brook Street in London. He'd be sitting there in his room with the manuscript paper writing the score. But from time to time, he writes things about the scenic effects, about what would be seen in the theatre. So as he's writing the scores, he's always thinking about what it's going to look like on the stage, how this is going to work, what the audience is going to see, as well as what the audience is going to hear. Handel took classic stories and enriched them with magnificent music, drama and scenery. Each of his operas is like a time capsule, waiting to be rediscovered. For quite a long time after Handel's death, his operas were not very well regarded. But in fact, in the 20th century, we, as it were, re-found Handel's operas. And from about the 1930s onwards, these were put back on the stage and it was found that actually they are really marvellous musical dramas. In fact, they stand as some of the masterpieces of opera that were written at any time in any place. <laughs> 